Welcome to Eorzean Tales, a podcast where I discuss my journey through Final Fantasy XIV. My name is Albert, and in today's episode, I will discuss the Rogue Ninja job and quest lines. Of course, there will be spoilers for everything I will be discussing ahead. Let's start with the Rogue. I was very curious about this quest line as it was the first job to be added in since the launch of ARR. I wanted to see if there were any significant changes in the quest line compared to the other jobs. While the structure of the quest line was relatively the same, the quality of the quest was way higher overall. This extends to the ninja quest line as well, but before I get too ahead of myself, let's talk about the content within the rope. You begin by meeting Jack, the leader of the Rogues Guild in Linda Lamenza. After handing you the job signature weapon, a pair of daggers, and defeating some early monsters, he decides that you are ready for your first mission. You are introduced to Paramu, another member of the Rogues Guild, who comes to observe and guide you. You quickly learn that the Rogues operate in the shadows, gathering info through secret networks and executing orders from on high outside of the public view. You also learn that they go after those who break the code created by pirates and thieves to prevent fighting amongst themselves. After completing your first mission, you embark on a stealth mission with another member of the Rogues Guild to retrieve some stolen weapons and turn them into the city. Though the mission was successful, there are some that don't agree with working with the Rogues. Before I continue with the story, I want to talk a little about how these quests play. I felt that these quests really utilize both the mechanics and story behind the job. You have to gather info, you get the ability to make yourself invisible to your enemies, and the game gives you a smug look at times which adds flavor to these quests that weren't present in previous jobs. I will talk more about the jobs gameplay when I get to Ninja. The second half of the story centers around a challenge issued by Malala, a yellow jacket who views the members of the Rogues Guild the same as any other criminal. The challenge revolves around retrieving three stolen treasures back from some pirates, the Cerulean Star, the Silver Sorrows, and the Black Sarcophagus. If Malala wins, the Rogues Guild could be disbanded. It's a race to see who can get the most back. I will show you the first two rounds so we can speed things up a bit. Jack and crew were able to retrieve the Cerulean Star, but in doing so, they learned that a dangerous group of pirates called the Executioners are involved. In the second round, Malala was able to retrieve the Silver Sorrows through legal means. After that, is our left is the Black Sarcophagus. A mysterious item that neither side knows about. After digging, however, the rogues learn that it is a high power explosive and the executioners plan to use it in Limsa Lominsa to get rid of the leadership there. Fortunately, the rogues guild band together and are able to defeat the executioners and disable the bomb. In the end, Malala learns to trust the rogues until she realizes that Jack had stolen the Silver Sorrows. In doing so, he claims victory in the challenge and the rogues return to the shadows once more. 
I did cut a bit out of the summary in order to be more concise, so there's plenty for you to experience if you decide to go rogue. Overall, this was my favorite job story so far. You can really feel the developers had more time to flesh things out compared to when ARR launched. I feel kind of sad that we may never interact with these characters again, since after we finish Rogue, we go to Ninja. I will be happy to be wrong though. The characters were great, some of the quests made use of interesting mechanics, and there were moments when your characters had a bit more personality than normal. Overall, if this is the quality of job stories going forward, I am very excited to see what happens in Heaven's Word. Moving on, we go from being a rogue to being a ninja. This star will only be from ARR. The summer will most likely take less time because of that. You start back at the rogues guild, where you hear about a strange occurrence happening near Wineport. Jack asks that you and Paramu investigate. When you arrive, you find a woman surrounded by men who has just been knocked out. The woman leaves, but the two of you find the woman very suspicious, so you decide to follow her. As you follow her, you come across a group of dying people. One of them asks you to take a stone back to someone named Obero. Filled with more suspicion and worry, you and Paramu continue to track the woman. You eventually track her down, only to learn that she was being chased by a ninja in red named Karasu. Before the fight breaks out, a blue ninja appears to confront Karasu. The blue ninja is Obero, and the woman is another ninja named Tsubame. They were tasked with tracking and eliminating Karasu for betraying their home country of Doma for the Garlean Empire. Karasu eventually becomes annoyed with your presence and throws a shuriken at you. However, you are able to dodge it, impressing him. He states that you will be useful as he uses a smoke bomb to leave. After that, you introduce yourselves to the ninjas and remember that you have to return the stone to Obero. Before you can, however, the stone resonates with you. Obero believes that this is a sign that you are to fight alongside him. He tells you to keep the stone, which turns out to be the ninja soul stone, and asks you to train under him. In exchange for training you on ninjutsu, Obero asks you to teach him about the land he is in. Eventually, you do finally corner him. However, he tells Obero that the mastermind behind the betrayal was actually their master, who was thought to be dead. Before Obero can question him further, however, Karasu decides to blow himself up. This results in Obero being shaken up by the whole situation. Obero leaves to find answers, only to figure out that Karasu was correct and decides to confront his master alone. However, you and Tsubame follow after him and fight him together. You defeat him, leaving Obero with a sense of closure, thinking that he avenged Karasu. However, Karasu appears and states that he faked his own death. He leaves his soul stone so that Obero can return it to their village, solidifying his fake death. In the end, Tsubami leaves for Doma as Obero stays so he can continue to learn with you about the lands that you are in. Overall, the story was okay. Of course, this is a small slice of a much larger story that I have yet to experience, and I did cut a town out of the summary for time's sake. 
it has its moments, but overall, it's alright as it is right now. It didn't really leave much of an impact though. The gameplay of the class, however, does. Ninja has many similarities to other physical TPS jobs, but what makes it unique is the ninjutsu system. You have three different hand signs that you have to sequence in specific orders to unleash specific skills, like lightning strikes or a large wildfire. The job feels less linear compared to other jobs which makes it harder to master but really fun to play. I consider making this my secondary DPS behind Summoner. Altogether, these jobs were definitely my favorite to go through so far. They feel very different from every other class. Going through the Marauder Warrior questline later on may feel way more tedious now because of this. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Eorzean Tales. Next week, we'll be covering a certain fan favorite quest involving a certain gentleman detective. Be sure to like and follow me on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever else you listen. See ya next week.